I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. Hi there, I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to be talking about common traits in cheaters. A sad subject, a difficult subject, but unfortunately a necessary subject. And, you know, the thing about cheating in relationships is that it's a personal decision on whether or not you would take a cheater back. Right. It's easy to say, I would never take a cheater back. Well, what if you've been with that person for five years and you've been neglecting them for the last two? Or 20 years and you've neglected them for the last three. I've heard those too. Some people yeah. would take a cheater back and try and repair right. the relationship yeah. and some people would. That's up to you and we're not here to judge. We're just going to explain right. what some of the common traits would be yes. and some of the things that we would see. Okay, Because there is research out there that says by some of the best clinicians out there right. that if there is infidelity in a relationship it can be repaired yes. and it can be even better afterwards. Yes. As long as both people are really committed to it. Yeah. Okay? And that's, that's the secret always. It's how much we're committed to the treatment that makes the difference. Yeah. I mean there were some situations. Remember the, there was an old time magazine article. I don't think the magazine is still around anymore. And it was, watch it. He's responding to old. Um, but it was called, Can This Marriage Be Saved? And they were fascinating. And most people who got the magazine read that first. Mm -hmm. um, and they were very good. They were very well done. Mm -hmm. All right, so I'm going to talk about cheaters. As you can imagine, there is an enormous amount of information available on the computer if you want to look about cheaters. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to the statistics on cheating, it is all over the place. Um, They've done many, many studies with college students and blah, blah, blah. But the best anybody can figure out is it's between 20 and 60 people, 20 and 60 percent of people cheat. Now, that's a pretty wide range. Yeah, and the definition, what is cheating? Like, is it full intercourse with somebody or yeah. is it kissing? Gonna, Some I'm, people would consider kissing cheating. I'm going to get into it, yeah, in just a minute. Yes, All right. right this, yeah, it appears that we don't have a clear picture. Beyond, there's a lot of cheating. Um, and there's pretty much agreement in the field that, in fact, 65% of couples, as you were saying, at least want to consider staying together. Okay. We have no idea what percentage of them make it. Probably mm -hmm. a fair percent of them, I would think. Mm -hmm. All right? Um, one of the most important things that does not happen in relationships, um, whether it's dating or even whether it's marriage, is that there has never been a conversation between the partners about cheating. The definition. Yes. What is it? What well, do I consider cheating? What do you right. consider cheating? Right. Yeah. Um, I can tell you an interesting one. Okay. I had a guy that I did a coaching with yesterday. Mm -hmm. Great guy. Has a lot to offer, believe me. Uh, was with this girl, truly loved her, wanted to marry her, and they got into a huge fight. He went out of state for a business thing, he downloaded Tinder, he created an Tinder app. a good idea. <laughs> he didn't talk to anybody. He didn't talk to anybody, he deleted it. He said, what am I doing, this is stupid. He deleted it. 
right? Forgot all about it. I think it was a holiday. The family's sitting around. She pulls out her phone with a picture, with a screenshot or his profile. What is this? And he's like, I didn't do anything. I promise. I just created it when we got it. She didn't believe him. Of course she, she left him, was done, and refused to even talk to him again. Wow. And but I think there was a lot more going on to it. I would guess so. And I thought that she had some really uh, reason not to believe him. No, no, no. Oh, sure. No, I thought she was being unreasonable. Ah. And that my sense with her, based on her dynamics with her parents, is that there may have been some personality disorder stuff going on there. Because ah. she didn't handle it like an adult, an adult. No, at all. And she then, didn't even talk to him. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you'd at least probably for the most part somebody you really care about, you'd hear them out. And probably many, many times people have gone off angry and hurt and acted out on that. Mm -hmm. And you have to make your own decision about whether or not that's worth the relationship. Sure. You, you know. Um, but anyway, one of the best things any couple can do is have a discussion about what constitutes cheating. Mm -hmm. um, and if you don't, the minute there's a problem, you get immediately bogged down in definitions. And is this cheating? Is this not cheating? What's cheating? Um, it can be actually having sex with someone else mm -hmm. or spending extra time with someone else. For example, you could make a friend at work and you enjoy their company and you spend a little extra time there that you might not spend. Mm -hmm. Is that cheating? And then there's emotional cheating, meaning that you get really close with someone and you're sort of not intimate physically, but you're kind of close with each other mm -hmm. and you know what kind of food they like and how they make like their coffee and is that emotional cheating? Is that cheating? Um, or it could even be like flirtatious yes. text messages. Right. right. And I don't know if you happen to see my contribution on cybersex, but that has all manner of earthly delights on cybersex. And again, both parties would have to understand and agree what the parameters are. Mm -hmm. There are all kinds of agreements. There are open marriages or open sure. uh, relationships closed. Not open. everybody wants a monogamous relationship. No. There are polymorphous people who are perfectly ethical and have agreements with each other. Um, if you want exclusive monogamy, that has to be spelled out. So, um, and I'm sure as we start asking couples if they have had this conversation, we're not going to get too many yeses. Probably not. Yeah. Um, but really, really, it's important. I also read another article that I may report on someday, and it was 11 things you need to do um, before you marry, and have this conversation is one of them. Mm -hmm. The other is you make make sure you tell your partner if you have any leftover college debts. That was the other one that was big. <laughs> Um, now there are some funny things out there when you look under cheating. There are some people who say that people who like rock music better than country or rap are more likely to cheat. I don't believe that for a minute, but I found it amusing. Uh, while I was reading for this presentation, I looked at many websites, and one of them said, and I picked this up just because I thought it was interesting, some say that people who prefer rock music over rap or country are more at risk of cheating. Well, whatever, that's your opinion. Um, People are more likely to cheat in the summer, the same source says. It's all those bathing suits, I guess. <laughs> okay? So how do you know if somebody's a cheater? And we start out with that concept called projection. Um, if I go on and on about how I think Craig is cheating, 
and he may not be at all. Um, he really did go to the grocery store for only, you know, the amount of time he was gone. Um, and I'm very concerned about whether or not he's cheating. How likely is it that I am cheating and accusing him in, instead? Pretty likely. Yeah. Okay, so if your partner starts accusing you out of the blue of behavior you've never done, be suspicious. Mm -hmm. Okay. Especially if there's no kind of real reality right. base to it. Right. Um, and I mean, you never really know, I suppose, unless you tail somebody or hire a detective. But, you know, we, we get a good sense of each other. Um, but it's called projection. In other words, I project my sin onto you, and then I blame you for it. Do you have any ideas why the unconscious does that? Shakespeare has a compl complicated thing about saying, we can see the problem in our own eye, but we can't see it in yours. Wasn't that something similar in the Bible, too? Yes, there is something similar in the Bible. That if I'm feeling bad about my cheating, um, and to distract him, I might accuse him of cheating. Mm -hmm. Okay? And most people, I think, do feel guilty. Um, and they don't know what to do with the guilt? And they don't know what to do with the guilt, so I think I'll give it to you. Mm -hmm. You've been agreeable for most other things. Mm -hmm. You must be cheating. If I would do it, so would you. Mm -hmm. um, the other one is suddenly laying it on thick. All of a sudden you're getting candy and flowers and nothing has changed. Okay? So you can immediately conclude that is coming somewhere from the internal state of your partner. Now, if this is somebody who does that stuff regularly, you might want to be not, might not want to be too suspicious. But if he never brings you flowers and suddenly he starts to, um, mm -hmm. Then you might want to wonder. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or maybe staying out late. Or staying out later and bringing you flowers. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I have to work late again. Again. You never worked late for the other. No. Guy. No. The other boss. Yeah, that's right. Yep. I've had that happen. And they're saying watch people's schedules because if their work or social schedule changes dramatically, you might want to take another look. You know, he seems, he or she seems to be working unusually long hours, hanging out more, more with friends at work, um, you know, yeah. drawn out explanations. If the, if the explanations start to get really long, be concerned about that. Because if it's a long, complicated explanation, there may be a little more to it. It may be a sign. Mm -hmm. And if you pay close enough attention, you meet, might even start to notice that the absences are taking on a pattern as the person adjusts to the other person's life, okay? Mm -hmm. So if you're in the middle of a secret relationship, you often start alternating your schedule to match your partner's, okay? So now it seems that he always has to work on Wednesday nights. What's that about? Mm -hmm. Okay, be suspicious of that. Mm -hmm. um, keep your eyes peeled, it says, for any kind of repetitious behaviors in scheduling. All right? Mm -hmm. um, if he always kissed you when he came in, and suddenly he doesn't do it anymore, and he's not interested in sex, uh, be concerned. However, there is a trick with that one, because many people say that if somebody's having an affair, and becomes newly sexually awakened with the partner they're having the affair with, they may also get interested with you, in you, all of a sudden. So, either way. Either way. Just if there's a change, keep your eye way, open. If there's a change, either way, keep mm -hmm. your eye open. 
Again, if all of a sudden he's all sorts of affectionate and has a while, that's also kind of strange. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. um, and of course, the joys of modern day technology make it quite easy. And they're saying be careful of um, people who get really defensive of their devices. You know, they're, yes. they're not going to leave their phone around, they're not going to leave their iPad around. They get uncomfortable if you come into the room when you're on one of them. All of those things you want to chalk up because electronics makes it quite easy, right? Yep, yep. absolutely. Yeah. Um, and if people stop talking to you as much as they used to, you know, if you're with somebody who wants to tell you the details of their work day and um, the gossip in the office and what happened with the lady down the street and on and on and on, and all of a sudden they don't have much to say, then you wonder about that. And they recommend the line of, what's wrong, honey? Cat got your tongue. You're not talking much. Mm -hmm. I'm afraid I might slip. <laughs> it's part of the trouble. Um... This next one is called Ditching the Flannels for the Lingerie. Red flag. If suddenly your partner becomes newly concerned about their experience, their hair, their makeup, um, their shaving lotion, whatever it is, you want to be a little bit careful of that. Now people can have days when they have a meeting or they're feeling good about themselves that day and get extra dressed up. All those things can happen. But if it becomes a pattern and it's new, Okay. Be aware. So be aware. Yeah. Um, and if your gut tells you there's something wrong, never mind that silly benefit of the doubt. Okay. If your gut tells you there's something wrong, listen to your gut. And I have a great video on that called "Listen to Your Gut." Called "Listen Go to watch Your it. Gut." Right. I've known people to be in my office crying because they didn't listen to their gut. And I've had a couple of people say, well, my gut was telling me this or that, but I figured out why I thought that and I was wrong. You're not going to lose um, by paying attention to your gut, and you really can lose by not. So trust yourself a little bit on that one. Yeah. So any kind of change in the routine is kind of suspect. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it's not saying everybody cheats or we want you to interrogate everyone, but be aware of changes. Yeah. And... And what? if you stay yeah. in tune with your partner, That's right. which is really important, and yes, I haven't talked is. about this in a while, yeah. the emotional attunement yeah. to and staying present with your That's partner, right. you're going to be able to pick up these changes. Yes. Yes, you know if somebody doesn't feel good that day, um, or if they have indigestion. If you've lived with somebody long enough, you can tell by their tone of voice what's going on. What tends to happen, I think, for a lot of people, Margaret, is they're so overwhelmed with their own internal state and their feelings. Anxiety, depression, yeah. all the things that they have going on for themselves yes. at work or whatever, that they tend to ignore their partner. Yes. And they're disconnected, they're not in tune. Then they feel disconnected, yeah. And then that person, you're not picking up on these all these changes in the routine. And one of the things they say is that what most people report, and we can only take it at what we hear, that they are not cheating because they don't like their spouse or want to divorce them or leave them or, or leave their relationship. Mm -hmm. They sort of got into this and then said, uh-oh, what have I done? 
Yes. Sometimes somebody new comes into their life yeah. and it makes them feel so good. Yeah. And you've been neglecting them and the yeah. relationship and they've been neglecting the relationship. Yeah. And now all of a sudden they're caught up in this, oh my gosh, this person makes me feel so good and they're like a drug. Yeah. Now for me, that does not remove the relationship, the, the decision-making part of it. I mean, I think you really have to make a decision at some point. Yeah. But, you know, what's acceptable can at least, what's not acceptable can at least be understandable. Yeah. Okay? We wouldn't excuse it. No. But at least we can kind of understand how it happened. Absolutely. And look out for the phrase, and one thing led to another. Because <laughs> there's only one thing that ever means. I remember a lady talking to me one time, it was the last person you would have thought in your life would ever have cheated. And she kept saying, but that one thing led to another. That reminds me of a girl I did a coaching with, uh, I think it was last week, late last week. Uh -huh. And she was with this guy and she's telling me the story. Really nice girl. You could tell she's just yeah. the kind of quality girl that guys love to date, right? And, you, you know, great presence, attractive, smart. And, you know, she's telling me about this guy and she really puts him on a pedestal and values him. And I'm asking, I'm like, something doesn't feel right Something's here. Not right do here. you think there's another woman here? No, not that kind of guy. He would never do it. Well, he made an online post to a website. I won't say which one, but it was a surprising one talking about how he is going for a run twice as longer than he had ever gone on because the girl that he is hung up on or likes is a runner and he wants to keep up with her. And it wasn't the girl that I was on the phone with. Never, never, never say never. <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah. I can tell you, the girl, you know who I'm talking about, told me I'll never date a deputy. I'll never date a deputy. Oh, I'll never yes. date a deputy. Yes, yes, yes. Guess who she left me for? Yeah. A deputy. Could it have been a deputy? It was. And then, eventually, she married a deputy. A different one. Uh-huh. The irony, right? The irony. Never. Yeah. I'll never, never, Like never. I say, never is a very strong word that I advise you to stay away. Never and always. Never say never. Yeah, never say never <laughs> and always are very tricky. Yeah. All right. I always say never. Yeah. I mean, I never say always. Yeah. I don't know, which is... But we can't always forgive, but we always have to listen. No. All right. All right. So I think there was a lot of really good information I on cheaters. I hope there was. Look out for that change of schedule. Mm -hmm. And think about it and then, you know, maybe kind of step back and assess your situation. And remember, any of us who feel guilty do feel better once we've confessed. So there's always some wish to confess if you give them the opening. Really? Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. There you go. I wonder if there's some kind of um, connection to the projection with that. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Mm, something to think about. Yeah. Alright, so if you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net, sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching, I do Skype coaching. If you need to get with me right away, I do offer emergency Skype coaching. Margaret is also available, available too. for Skype coaching. Look forward to talking with you. So that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon. Hi, I'm Coach Margaret, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist with 35 years experience. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. If you would like professional help,
with your situation, please contact us at AskCraig.net.